nervous. Hey, welcome to Guys Without Capes. Mark, you're cute. <laughs> Mark, it's your cute. Hey. <laughs> it's Mark. I'm Tim. And I'm Justin. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Guys Without Capes. This is episode 13. Uh, I'm your lead for this episode. My name's Mark, and I'm joined by my fellow Guys Without Capes. If you guys want to shout yourselves out. Justin! (laughs) Christina Aguilera. (laughs) Uh, The Mickey Mouse thing. Tim. Tim. All right. And... uh, we're back. If you are a new uh, listener, we are three guys revisiting uh, Smallville. It's a rewatch. And uh, if you are a return listener, uh, shout out to Chris Laurel. You know, the block, the block yeah. is coming back, man. Heck yeah. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're covering uh, episode 13 called Kinetic. Uh, just a little bit of a synopsis of what we're going to be covering today is uh, depressed from losing his scholarship, Whitney, thieves. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. It's all good. He gets a kryptonite lace tattoo and gains a gang's power of phasing through walls. They rob Luther Mansion and seriously injure Chloe, who is interviewing Lex. Care of Internet Movie Database Synopsis. What's yeah. up, boy? How's your week been? Uh, let's start with <laughs> whoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start. But uh, <laughs> we're what? In uh, COVID week? I don't know. What do you want? Oh, man. What is it? It's like, I think it's like 14. April, May, June. Oh, no. We're like, what? 11, yeah, it's 12? like 14. Okay. 11, yeah. Let's just say, let's say 12. 12, 12 weeks of COVID-19. Well, no, like we started recording. This is like, let's just, this is episode 13. So this is like week 13. I guess so. That's yeah. correct. Right? True, true. Let's go. But COVID's been a lot longer than this podcast. But uh, yeah, um, my week, I don't know. Thunderstorms? I think it was like last week uh there was an alert and there was a tornado alert and i was like researching what do i need to do to survive a tornado uh went outside my house to check the weather and there were a bunch of people watching uh to see the the weather kind of shift thankfully uh it wasn't tornado alley in our area um yeah and then um i was gonna well i was gonna just update you all the listeners to no i got nothing interesting you guys (laughs) i thought i did you know what's funny so it was tornado warning here in calgary and the warning was all on our cell phones you know with like the loud alert and it said stay inside and everyone went outside so they could take photos (laughs) (laughs) that's true and that is 2020 Uh, could you see anything uh yeah there were like funnels well there was like this weird funnel thing in the sky but i don't think you could see it yeah it was quite a distance yeah 
But we, okay. we made a little bug out bag and we made a little spot downstairs just in case in the basement. Oh yeah, I know what I was gonna update you guys about. My daughter went to daycare this week. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, that was uh, anxiety and stress inducing because it's the first time that she was gonna be without her parents. So yeah, that was crazy, and uh, I survived. Uh, my daughter was much braver than I was. Mm. Um, I probably cried. Uh, several times dropping her off it was i'm in charge of dropping her off so but yeah that was that was actually my update was that was but i like how they alert you of her daily activities including bowel movements yes so oh seriously yeah Yeah, uh you know sitting at my desk and all of a sudden my phone phone like lights up and it says notification bowel movement 11 49 (laughs) a.m Did they give like specifics? Yeah, they like well bowel movements just like poop and then like wet diaper. And then they say if they applied diaper cream or not. Do they show you photos of the bowel movement? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I bet if I requested it I could. Because you know, bowel movements are important in children at this age. Mm. But do you squish the poop, Mark? I do actually, because I want to see the see how hard the poop is. If it's like, oh, you know, like on the Bristol chart. Have you guys ever heard of the Bristol chart? Yep, yep. Do you know? What what is your poop telling you? Yeah. So, anyways, enough about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Did him. Yeah. Good jokes. Great setup. Yeah. Great setup. You guys. About our poops? About your week, your poops. I think my poop on the Bristol chart. What's the one where it's snake-like? <laughs> the two? Is that a number two? Oh, we're going to lose viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my week was good. Um, it's it's It was a rainy week, um, but that never stopped anyone. Um, we went over to my parents' house yesterday um with the quarantine uh it was my parents anniversary they've been married for 39 years wow. my, my golly my, my whole golly. life congrats yeah my whole life congrats congrats to bobong and neneng congratulations <laughs> the bonbon the bonbon bon bonbon sweetie 604 at hotmail.com <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we were there and, uh, no, it was a good time with the family and, uh, yeah, uh, my wife went back to work. She's working summer school and, um, uh, she just said that it's weird having, well, the, the, the physical distancing and being in, in the classroom and, um, and, and all that. So it's kind of a, a preview of what we're going to, I think what we're going to get in September. Um, so, so yeah, great week. Great week. How's yours, Jess? Um, pretty good. Uh, Mark talked about the tornado warning, which I also had to Google what to do. Uh, basement. Go to your basement uh, mm. is apparently what you do. Go into fetal and position. And seriously. What? And go into fetal position. Is that what it says, too? No, no. But that's what I probably would have done. Fecal position? <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, this was the highlight. And I showed you this, guys, on the WhatsApp. Like, look at that. Oh, yeah. Shadow so, Lapras. 
shiny. Yeah, that that's amazing. Look at the IVs. Oh my gosh. Oh, is it 90, 96? 98. 98, okay. Well, same Which wow. would mean it's uh, 100 IV purified. Right. Save oh that my for gosh. the Pokemon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With trainer tips. Uh, I wish. Could yeah, I know on the show. Too. Yeah. Or Filipino. Dante Basco's cousin. Let's go, Dante Basco's cousin. Uh, all right, guys. Enough about poop and Pokemans. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's let's get this let's get this party started, folks. Uh, week thirteen, Mark gave us a quick rundown. We're going to talk about best parts right now. Um, I had the benefit of watching this with Laura, just uh, Laura's uh, my my wife, and just Aww. full disclosure disclosure. Yeah, thank you. This is definitely <laughs> awe because the kids weren't awake. We were folding laundry, and I was watching it, and Laura's just uh, she's speaking over. She's like, can I watch it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Is that what the kids call it these days? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Merry jokes. Uh, okay, go. Anyway, um, so I, I will tell you, like, I asked her for what her thoughts are. I hope she listens to this one. Um <laughs> But uh, anyway, the best part for me, I, I thought it was cool at the beginning of it, of the episode when I saw Chloe kicking ass and like she held her own. She she channeled her inner um, Wonder Woman. I'm trying to find an in-universe um, uh, character. But yeah, she, she definitely went into ass-kicking mode um, when she was fighting Joy Fatone at the beginning of the episode. Um, uh, Laura, I asked her what her best part was, and her best part was when the car fell on the dude. She said she legit <laughs> said that. And we just talked about, and the best part, like, honestly, this is the best part because it, it just begs the questions. And then um, she's just like, she found so many loopholes. I'll bring this up in the worst part, but um, uh, she's just like, what was the plan there? Because, like, did, was he going to disappear through the car? Because that evidently did not happen, unless it did. Um, but, yeah, but she said, honestly, she said that the best part was how Chloe told Clark not to feel bad about not saving her. Um, I, I I think that I'm, I'm just interpreting her thought here um, just to, I guess, make Clark like to to make him not feel bad um uh was was a big thing because uh, yeah I, I think superheroes like this might not I, I think this is the first episode where it was kind of a theme for Clark that he can't save everyone so I thought that that was uh, that that was a good talking point for for me how about you guys chiming in with your best I, parts you know I also watched this episode with my wife Oh, yeah. Funny enough. And she was like, oh, that's the guy from When Calls the Heart. <laughs> Which guy? Uh, the bro, the lead bro. Oh, really? He's He was in things after this? Wade Mahaney. He's oh, apparently yeah. a good, I've never seen When Calls the Heart. I know that's the one where Lori Loughlin is in. You know, is that a CBC Beck- show? Yeah, I think so. Or it's like a Hallmark Channel show. Oh, oh okay. AKA Becky Katsopoulos, AKA Becky Donaldson, AKA in jail now. 
because, because she paid her way her kids way into school yeah bribes um so that was yeah that was fun to watch it with my wife um but i think for me we finally find out what fordman's store is and mm. i'm convinced it's just like a small town dick's sporting goods remember that store in the states yeah um, yeah. with sports equipment so you can get tennis shoes and tennis equipment um, so actually that was the best part for me uh, getting to see inside the store that Whitney is apparently so busy that he can't even see his girlfriend um, right. that was it what about you Mark what was your best part um, I really liked the banter between Chloe and Lex uh, mm. and I find that like Lex is now hitting on all the ladies <laughs> like we'll continue this judo verbal judo when i come back after this important phone call chloe chloe gives a little smirk and then even at the end when lex and lana are like interacting he's like this is gonna be a beautiful relationship or whatever i'm like dude you're like 25 and these girls are like 16 hey billionaire playboy my friend Yes, I guess. Billionaire right. playboy. But it was like good banter there. Um, but I think, like, I didn't write in my notes, but the best, the best and worst was watching Eric Johnson be like this, like, whiny bitch, like, through <laughs> the whole thing. Like, I'm never getting out of here. You probably like it here, Clark. You're and like, you know, it's like. Like, you know, I lost my scholarship, yeah. right? And he's all, like, pissy. And then he ends up, like, I don't know, thinking it's so cool to be at this, like, makeshift, like, hideout. Um, it was, like, the worst, but it was, like, the best part just to watch how terrible. You know, it's just, like, that, that train wreck that you just can't look away. So, yeah, I thought that, that was cool. Um, I don't know. Like, it's really hard to, like, pull to say good things about this episode and you know just an anticipatory this is probably my lowest rating episode ever yeah uh i mean i think we're gonna continue on this trend as we move into the worst parts i um we were already alluded to it's just like it was too bro-y for me like Mm. it just i don't know i get i think i get where the storyline was really to highlight Whitney's like fall from grace of this like football superstar. But, you know, in order to do that, he had to like fall into the trope of like the washed out kind of uh, that what could have been. And this is Mm. what gave these guys powers. So it was just, it was too bro-y for me. Um, But I don't know. What do you guys think of like some worst or weak parts? Uh, Oh, <laughs> the tattoos were like, so <laughs> like I, I didn't get it at first i'm like how, how are they getting the powers but then like they have to keep tattooing themselves like that is yeah. bullshit and then if you're gonna tattoo yourself why is it like why are they ugly like these i don't know they're just random symbols yeah yeah random. crop circles yeah <laughs> And then, like, I just found the three guys, and maybe it's, like, but it felt like it was, like, in sync, but, like, like, (laughs) 
it was like I don't know, like like fourth level NSYNC guys. Like they were fourth level? I don't know, like NSYNC's understudy. Yeah, but like the understudy like of the understudy of, of not understudy. understudy. <laughs> right? Like where did they find these guys? So yeah, these goon squad kinda bromance, but not really. The only other one that I really wanted to talk about was you know when they're in that meat cellar with Lex and the guy throws the meat hook at Clark's face? And <laughs> nobody says anything afterwards. Like Lex doesn't look at him and go, hey, you don't have a mark on your face. Like how is that possible? <laughs> right? So, yeah. Yeah. But like it, these guys are just like dumb criminals again. Like why, why do they do this? Like and like maybe I was just as dumb back in 2000 when I was like just like accepting of this storyline and this plotline. Sorry, Tim. Yeah, no, I've I feel like this episode. If you've ever watched anime, like they have these giant story arcs, and then after a, a really good story arc, like after the, the 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 crescendo, and then they tie up the loose ends, and then you get fillers. I felt like this one was one of those filler episodes where they're just like, well, all right, let's just put it after, let's just put it after Leech. Leech, Leech was a good one. The people will forget this episode. Um, the worst and the weakest parts were just the, like, like Mark was alluding to the, uh, the loopholes. Like, how do how do they turn it on? How do they, the. the in, in terms of uh, of empathy, I have I have little empathy already for for Whitney Fordman's character. As 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 crappy as his situation is, they just haven't done a really good job trying to sell him as a person that I should buy into, and to have this focus around him and uh, and his troubles. Uh, I don't know, kind of weak. It was nice though. I think that tunnel that they did the initiation thing in. That's in Stanley Park. Does it? Is that the, the that tunnel where the cars drive through? Yeah. Oh, it I looked know. like Stanley Park, but anyway, that 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 was that was fun. But that that was very like the yeah, <laughs> that was a cringy part of the episode. I'm like, why would you? Anyway, um, this alludes to pro- the, definitely what what our ratings are going to be. So I'm I'm excited to see. There's fireworks happening outside of my home. Is it stampede there? What is oh, going on? There's supposed to be fireworks tonight because of stampede when, or pseudo stampede. Wait, oh, but you're hearing? But there's no stampede here. <laughs> it's either that or gunshots. Probably not gunshots though, because there's a there's a lot. Um, Might be about yeah. war between oh, the triads and the dyads. Oh shoot! <laughs> Edit that, man. Edit that. <laughs> I'm actually watching, uh, rewatching Sons of Anarchy, sponsored by Church's Chicken. <laughs> uh, just I tag them all the time in in the IG posts, yeah. or I tell our our social media intern to do that. Dang. Anyways, I also just wanted to put like I kind of like named Whitney like Whitney the boring, Whitney the bully. Whitney the victim and Whitney the guy wearing sunglasses. <laughs> it's like a uh, his uh, hangover hangover yeah, look. Hangover yeah. tattoo like ink, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> I like how, like, when he was rubbing it, like, afterwards, like, when, was it Clark that put his hand on him? Yeah, yeah. It's like, ow, man. And then he shows it off. <laughs> whoa, whoa, watch the ink, whoa, bro. Yeah. Watch the ink, bro. I called them it's the worst ink tattoo. sink. Oh. oh wow uh, that's dad, gonna be yeah yeah your dad cool. joke game is is strong today yeah hells yeah hell <laughs> yeah does joey fatone have a, a tattoo uh let's, let's do some research here some google food <laughs> joey fatone tattoo i wouldn't want to go through your google image searches <laughs> Oh my gosh! Is he? <laughs> the first link that I have is of him beside Post Malone, like with what? face tattoos. Oh, like he was shown like with with, with tattoos. Yeah, like literally. Yeah. Well, he, he, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Talk talk about the heroics. That's uh, me. Heroics. Heroics, guys. I have to confess, there are no heroics for me. Like this. <laughs> Like, let's move on <laughs> let's move on villains okay so the villains right now. like I, I mean okay so one thing is like i i honestly thought that like clark was gonna save chloe there and then when he didn't i was like you bastard right but mm. uh and I, I you know clark was pretty surprised himself at the fact that she fell like that was actually like surprise for me but uh she's gonna die straight up yeah, straight up, but yeah. no, no, no brain swelling. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, like, what, what was it? Clark pushed Whitney out of the way, um, to save him from that car smush. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna agree with Mark in terms of there's okay. This is honestly, I mean, one I try to force, but this one's the real heroic thing I saw today. Chloe rocking a newer MacBook in the hospital. Oh yeah, that's the only heroic thing I, I caught, caught that too. I like caught. You, that was it. Yeah, unibody MacBook. Do you have? Did you find any heroics? Too? Oh my gosh! Yeah, Pete Ross. Do you remember what he did? He hijacked the phone line so that Chloe could have internet in the hospital. Oh wow! Good job, Pete Ross. You know, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. So there's one how, more thing. deep dive. Yeah. Evangeline Lilly. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Team, 17 minutes, time. 18 seconds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh, I, I don't know if this is like just her being an extra or like what was the story, but. No, she's uncredited. So she's uh, not oh, even like. Legit. Yeah. Special line or special, ta- like not special talent, but. Remember, like as an extra, yeah, yeah, you get bonus money. You get bonus money for doing something special. I think it is called like special talent or something. Mm. She did have a was it a lime in her mouth? Yes. Yeah, they did shots, right? Yeah, yeah. Must have been tequila. And then dumb, (laughs) dumb Whitney's all like, "Oh, cool! I could have that too." We have, a we have to go back, Kate. We have to go back. <laughs> Save that for the lost podcast. Yeah. So many podcasts. The baking podcast. The baking one? one? Remember last episode of podcast our podcast? Justin was talking about Canadian baking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'm on the British baking now, so 
Oh, Moved yes. on. Okay. <laughs> Who? Who's a? What about some villain? Villainous stuff. Villainous. Um, with the villainous stuff, there was lots of villainous stuff here. One. Why weren't the thieves wearing gloves? Their fingerprints are all over Lex's stuff. That's the true villainy here is that these guys are small time thugs that don't know what they're doing. Maybe they couldn't uh, warp through the walls with glove material. But that's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But they could warp with the with the with the merchandise that they, oh, yeah. That they yeah. stole, right? But they were idiots. Why did they leave the bags like inside of that the the room? What room was that? The conservatory. Oh no, no, no. That's where Lex took the, the phone call. Um but they left the bags there and that's how what that's what tipped them off to yeah, Chloe Clark. And, yeah. and Clark. Anyway. Why why didn't they just um, be stealth in general? Like why do they have to appear and show people that they're they're there? Yeah, yeah, they were they were just dummies. Um, the they weren't that believable. Like the, I, it, or I guess the the story wasn't that believable. Like, where did they find? Like, how did they experiment to get tattoo ink? Like, who does that with meteor rocks? What it wasn't that fleshed out? And why would Whitney get a tattoo from Randos? That's the villainy here. Is that? There like it was Hepsi, Hepsi and the Hepsi and the he, waiting. Totally. And the guy wasn't even wearing like they weren't even on the subject of gloves. They weren't even wearing like latex gloves while they were tattooing Whitney. So it was just the well, Bush League episode. <laughs> Bush League villains. <laughs> Bush League villains, yeah. It's like the the episode before it was like him without powers, Clark without powers fighting uh Iceman. Iceman with his powers. But anyway, you guys chime in with uh, any villains. Villainous. I mean, I just want to quote some of the golden quotes oh, yeah, from the villainous. Go. Uh, go get a brew and chill out. That is bro inviting Whitney to the party house. <laughs> uh, and then the scene that um, your wife mentioned don't worry, bro. I got you covered. And then the car right. falls on the bro. So, yeah. Some, like, stellar writing as well to the villains. Yeah. yeah. Mark, anything from you for villains? Um, no. Just, like, the fact that these guys... Like, the one guy lost his arm. <laughs> <laughs> And then Clark just saw the arm yeah, like, the, yeah. inside the metal. Like, I think that was like also part of like worst parts is like who cares? Like guy lost like I don't know. It just what the hell happened here? Like did somebody like get a sick day when writing and then they're like Mark, <laughs> you're up for writing this episode. And I'm like, uh it's ink ink sink. You know, like <laughs> sink. <laughs> So stupid. So stupid. Um, oh man. No. Um, I would I would add like shifting away from the bros and even to the main storyline in terms of like villains. Um, Lex did it chose not to report anything stolen to the police. Kind of that added uh shady behavior. Um and I mean we know that Lex 
clearly sees himself as above the law. Um, we saw that with like Phelan a few eps back. He obviously has guys in his pocket as well. So this is kind of beyond the scope of, you know, oh, especially the Smallville sheriffs who are quite incompetent in the best of times. So, yeah, it's interesting because it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't report anything stolen because he's obviously doing some shady stuff. Yeah. Oh, you know, we haven't had a creeper moment in a while. But I just yeah. thought I wanted to note when uh, Leader Goon Squad uh, puts his hand into Clark. Oh, yeah. And he's like shaking his butt in, insides. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, and I was that like, was messed up. Ew. Like, and like, wouldn't eat, like, although he's Superman, like, wouldn't that mess up your insides? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Clark was clearly hurt by it. Well, he was, but like, wouldn't there be some internal damage? But he probably healed after, like right away. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, yeah, it it seemed like that guy had done it before, right? He knew that he could do that to people because he had to like explain in a narrative what he was doing. Yeah, which was gross. Yeah, like was he like moving stuff around? Probably, yeah, like his kid kidneys or something. What if Kryptonians don't have kidneys? What if it's all That's like true. empty void? What was the movie where someone put their hand in and started their heart that way? Was that Matrix? Oh, Matrix, yeah. Like the yeah. last one or the second? Neo one? does it to, to Trinity. He just gets all up in there, right? Yeah, but that's weird though. And massages the heart. But wait, yeah. you like, wait, like his physical hand into her physical body? Or was it like coding? No, I think it was in the Matrix. That, or I don't forget. No, it was. It was the, they showed us. Life. They showed us like the computer's version or whatever of him oh, doing it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he did it in real life because he knew the code. Right. But there's also other like I don't know. Maybe you guys know, but like other shows or movies, maybe where somebody had that kind of power and like killed people that way. I don't know if you the can... guy in uh, Indiana Jones who takes out the hearts. Oh, oh, is that what he did? Yeah, remember, he like goes into your heart, and then he just pulls it out. That was Kano's finishing move in Mortal also Kombat. Also, Kano's finishing move, yes. Or finish him. <laughs> finish, finish him. <laughs> finish him. <laughs> All right, music, CGI. Um, this is the first hearing we get of, um, Christian rock band P.O.D. Oh my gosh. Remember them guys? Power of death? What are they called? No, no. Uh, payable on death. Yes. That's what it was. That's what it stood for. Wow. Uh, set it off was the song. I think it was like the first song, but. I did have to that's check. Not, that's not the same band as Evanescence, right? They're like of the same band. Okay. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I thought they are called... They're like same, same genre. Yeah, kind of like Christian like metal. Prog. Is that prog? Yeah, I guess metal. Like Skillet. Remember Skillet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Me lover Skillet? Me love it. <laughs> That's a great skillet, though. Yeah, definitely. And then um, 
the other CGI thing I caught was when they showed the initial zooming effects and then it showed us to like zoom into Lex's vault and it did kind of that, you know, like I think the Simpsons have done it when they scroll through the house and then you get that layer of brick and there's like a rat. like running Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think they had something like that, which is so dumb. But I also read in uh, Internet Movie Database for this episode that uh, apparently Warner Brothers was pretty upset with the amount the CGI cost for this episode alone. Oh, what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. Because coming through walls, right? Like in right. the locker. Anyway, uh, maybe that's why last ep- or the next episode made more sense as to like it was less CGI-ish. But yeah, this mm. one was... I guess it was CGI heavy, but not enough like that. It was cool. <laughs> it did not redeem this episode. Yeah. Robert Singer was the director of this episode. Brian Singer's brother. Oh my gosh. X-Men, Bobby Drake, Iceman. Yes. <laughs> yes. All Who's the writer? Philip Levins. Levinson Gould. <laughs> What happened to Gould? <laughs> what happened to Gould? Uh, did you guys find uh, any musical genres jump out at you? No. Or CGI? No, man. I think it's getting better. Because the they CGI. spent so much money on this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it wasn't distracting. It was um, like an afterthought. I didn't really notice anything, really. Oh, well, I think that's the point of like CGI, right? Is that it should make make it seamless. Oh, that's um, true. Maybe right? it was if you don't notice it. it, then it's 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 done well. Or maybe I was um, hating on it so much that I just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I got nothing. I got nothing for. Uh, well, well, let's let's move on, on to deeper thought. Let's get deep here. So let's go deep. Let's go as deep as the kiddie pool here for this episode, because I can't. I want to swear, but I can't. Like, like I just hated this episode so much. I like wanted to punch Whitney in the face for being such. I can, I can, I can bleep it for you if you want to. No, no, it's all good. Um, Okay. Deeper thoughts. Well, uh, I mean, like, so. Um, Lana, <laughs> um, that part, like the business lesson that she learned at the, at the expense of Clark and being like, well, maybe he's teaching a lesson, you know, I think the only thing I can really say about deeper thoughts is I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, that was a good lesson. Like that Clark had that insight, like, Hey, maybe it's, he's challenging you a little bit yeah i mean yeah i agree and i'm not gonna even challenge that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i just hated this episode there was like no like maybe it was like john ken at the beginning like clark you can't save everyone oh back to worst part clark smashing logs with his hands <laughs> <laughs> and then and then martha's like Quit feeling sorry for yourself, Clark, and maybe you should go out there and do something about it. Like, Mama can't, like, land down the law. 
where yeah. Johnny Kent's just like, we don't need toothpicks, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need oh, toothpicks, Clark. Bad jokes. <laughs> but, like, I mean, you know, maybe this is, like, where I'm just going to a place of, like, Clark, you can't do everything even though you're faster than a speeding bullet. Um, and, like, super friends. Like, he'll, he'll, need, he'll need people. He'll need people in the end. Or people mm-hmm. are going to die or get hurt, Clark, and you can't put this all on yourself. Yeah. I think Jonathan Kent says that, right? You can't save everybody no matter who you are. It's true. Johnny Kent says yeah. that to Clark. Yeah, you're right. But with this- yeah, I, th- I think, though, like, if we're going to go deeper into this, I know it's trying to make something out, well, trying to make milkshake from banana (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah the chloe or chloe said it too where you can't like oh no no i I think it was it was johnny kent said it but like he does end up saving like everybody well except for the people that die in like (laughs) (laughs) catastrophic (laughs) events that that like like if a meteor, I, I'm sure this is an episode in or like a, a, uh, an issue in in Superman where like he saves people from a meteor, like it, <laughs> and so he did save everybody there. Did they but say like, how what, many deaths there were due to the meteor rock shower? Was there it... were at least two because Lana's parents died. Ugly, but no, <laughs> at least two. <laughs> Uh, but I, no the only the only deep thought or or i guess ponderance that i had was like <laughs> was it pond was it was it kind of cool that clark ratted out whitney to lana like when he's like oh whitney lost his scholarship did you know that like was that i mean i know they're not bros yeah. but i know there's like isn't there like a bro code? Yeah, but you know, but he did this prior with dad's his dad being sick too. Remember, like, I think did he mm. tell Lana? I don't think he said it though. He just said, "Hey, I think you should like yeah. seriously talk to him." You know, he needs help. Yeah, right he now. needs help, yeah. but not he needs a girlfriend. Hey, uh, his dad's sick, but he just straight up said, "Oh, Whitney lost his scholarship like some sort of loser bitch." <laughs> <laughs> also, and also he wears those stupid glasses <laughs> indoors. <laughs> uh, so well, is it is that kosher? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing glasses like that inside is not kosher. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think there is some sort of bro code as well. Even that. if it's like not your real bro and you're trying to get to his girl. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. It's a toughie. That's a toughie. Yeah, that is a toughie. But this episode, is... maybe Clark got just fed up with Whitney, and he's like, he's such a bitch, and like, so I'm just gonna, like, I don't know. Like, it's time. Like, he's hanging out with like a bunch of washed-up losers. Lana has to do better, but you know, he's so distracted that Lex moves in. Mm. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy the talent. Or is that what the town? Yeah. Yeah. The Boonery? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Central Park. Central Park. 
Uh, yeah, on on becoming Superman. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is an honest conversation I had. So remember, Laura is watching this, and then I'm like, "All right, Laura, now is the part where, um, like, I, I'm in charge of talking about becoming Superman," and she's like, "Wait, who's Superman?" <laughs> No. no. And, then I'm, and then I'm just like, the show is about Superman before he's Superman. And she's like, who's Superman? Wait, is she <laughs> asking like, which character was Superman? Or Well, like, no, I think she, she knew bigger. it was obvious. She's like, oh, I didn't know. And then she said to me, why is his name Clark? <laughs> Not Superman. <laughs> so that's what I'll add on to that. It was it was fun to watch this with Laura. We're gonna definitely do it again. <laughs> but uh, on becoming Superman, I, I, we we've talked about we talked about this numerous times in the episode. But uh, just uh, I think one of the purposes of the this episode is uh, to give <laughs> the writer Philip Levins Stan Gould a shot at writing, um, but additionally to um i guess introduce the nugget of uh wisdom in clark's head um that he can't save everybody and um this is something that he'll have to wrestle with for the rest of his um superhero life and so yeah but why is his name clark (laughs) that's a deeper (laughs) thought about becoming superman so did she did she not know that clark kent was yeah, I think she. I, I think she thought that this was just like a, like oh, Avengers, just some kids. Like some kid has some superpowers, um, um, and that there was no attachment to Superman. But once I said this is about Superman, she's like, oh, okay, okay. So, anyway, but yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing I will add is. Uh... Lex also echoes the statement, uh, Clark, you can't save the world it, because it leads to a messiah complex and lots of enemies. Uh, mm. And I thought of like the, um, what was the episode where the old lady who could see the future? Cassandra. And I remember Hourglass. Cassandra, yeah, Hourglass. And she, remember when she touches Lex and he becomes president and we see all like the skulls and stuff. So, Mm. I mean, he is also taking kind of self-fulfilling his own prophecy in terms of he thought he could save the world in his way. Um, However, like demented it might, might have been. And he did make Mm -hmm. a lot of enemies and clearly does have a Messiah complex. So I thought that was interesting. Mm. That's good. Mark. Uh, just one thing. So, at the very end, where Goon Squad leader is holding Whitney, and he's like, "Yeah," because he thinks he's gonna be like go through the car when they kill, they try to kill Whitney, but then Clark, ru- like, uses his super speed and then knocks Win- Whitney down. Isn't it like in broad daylight in front of all those people? Then it's like. How did he do that? Like, do you guys remember that? Yeah, like everybody could see Clark. 
Yeah, like it just and like so I was just thinking like don't those people like didn't they see that happen? And so he's not being discreet there, but he had to save someone regardless. I don't know, it's not a becoming Superman thing, but it kinda stuck out with me because it was sort of like I thought you were trying to keep your secret secrets. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess my take on that was that lots of things were happening and people were distracted yeah. that he didn't know. But like, I mean, I think I've seen this before in like other mo- uh, other movies and people analyzing like events like that happening, like based on the distance between Clark and Whitney and the speed that it took for him to get there based on the car falling, like Whitney would be dead because it's like Clark is hitting him with the force of like, uh, like a, a 10 ton truck. So he um, can, you're saying Clark can run, but mm-hmm. carefully cradle. Yeah. Like, Cause if he, if he ran at that speed and reached Whitney, Whitney would yeah. be like flying he, he, somewhere. He would be flying or like, he would like it's explode because his body couldn't take the force. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, you guys watch that, uh, on prime, the boys. I want to. Um, The voice? No, the boys. (laughs) The voice? The voice. What's that about? Uh, It's like uh, an alternate universe of superheroes who, um, like, basically, it's like a dark comedy, dark drama, but, like, they have, like, uh, parallel superheroes. So they have actually a guy, like, who's, like, the Flash, but he ends up running, like, running into this guy's girlfriend and just making her disintegrate. Ooh. And then, oh, yeah. And then he's like, he stops. And then the boyfriend's just standing there. Oh, shoot. Hello. Oh, I'm still recording. Sorry. I don't know. Oh, something happened. Hey, you're good. Computer. But like, he just like stops and he says, sorry. And then he just keeps moving along, but it's like pretty graphic. Um, mm. Anyways. But yeah, like Whitney would be dead. Right. Yeah. So, Straight up. I know. Straight up. I'm totally sidetracking the conversation, but no, this is the track. The physics of it. Yeah. Um, Is there anything else before we talk about these ratings? I don't know. Let's get to it. Yeah. All, All I can say is that, like, I don't know why this episode's even here. Like they should have made an episode about Pete Ross. I bet you it was an EJ's EJ's con- contract. Eric Johnson's. Oh, that. He- yeah, maybe. Because it was a very centric, right? Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. He's got like he's down on his luck. <laughs> Losing the cheer. Um. He hasn't lost her yet, but he will lose Ooh. her soon. Mm-hmm. Well, if he, act- he continues to be a bitch like this, yes. um okay let's like let's uh you know let's let's end this hot mess with um some ratings uh i actually originally had 6.0 but evangeline lily added the 0.5 so it's gonna be (laughs) 6.5 for me um i am i you know what the lowest ranking episode for me so far has been, what was it? 
Oh, it was the pilot at six seven. This is worse than that. <laughs> this is a six four for me. It just didn't. It, it missed. It missed the mark. It was sinful. <laughs> so, I uh, sorry, Tim. No, go I ahead. rated extra at four point three, and I'm rating Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> 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 I'm so dead on this episode. Connect Connecticut. 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 Uh, Heroic. I hate this episode like so much. Three. Three. Oh wow. Super low. Three flat. Three know. out of three. Like what what's what's what would be the three things that I would have given it? Uh... Evangeline Lily. Uh, oh, you know what? Chloe's Chloe's thing. Actually, Chloe Sullivan had a super strong episode, I thought. Even though she fell mm-hmm. like out a window and kicked some ass. Yeah. yeah. And Clark, uh, not Clark, but Lex flirting with both Chloe and Lana. So there's your three things. Yeah, three things. things. There it is. Nice. Nice. You did it. Yeah. Oh, you did it. All right. Well, well, yeah. Uh, I think it's me, right? But yeah, uh, close it. You wrap it up. Wrap it up. You know what? Thanks for listening. Sorry that this was such a terrible episode. We hope that you come and join us next week when we talk about Zero, episode fourteen. Good episode. Uh, yeah, Good episode. We're, we're hoping you can come in, check out our insights, um, leave us a comment. I think the one thing that you need to tell us next week in our Instagram, Guys Without Caves, is the guys are messing around in the background of the studio. (laughs) um, Tell us, us which, which, what what bank would you rob with that kind of... (laughs) Like, what what specific bank? (laughs) <laughs> tell, tell us what ta- kind of crappy tattoo you would put on your body so you so you could rob a bank <laughs> anyways uh thanks again for subscribing listening liking commenting you know come back please because this episode was fun. uh from all our episode was good this, this episode, episode of- yeah yeah this episode of- terrible stay uh stay safe wash your hands um social wear a mask wear a mask wear a mask mask. Uh, drink lots of bubble tea and church's chicken peace let's go peace peace